1: the around the nfl podcast has its swagger back welcome back to another edition of the around the nfl podcast my name is dan Hansis, and i am joined by a room filled with heroes mark Sessler, chris wessling and greg Rosenthal. what's up boys hey dan what is happening fellas
2: <laughs> an audio only show is that correct for that,
1: that is that is true a little bit of housekeeping here we do three shows a week. We're in the season now, so we'll have a show on Sunday nights right after the game. Nobody else in the business is doing it. Nobody's coming close to it. Greg's now going to say, well, actually, there are others that do it. But they don't do it well. And that's no. an important distinction. No, we're better than all of them. Sunday night show we have. <laughs> then we're going to have a show on Tuesday <laughs> and a show on Thursday. And the Tuesday show will be audio only. So if you're looking for us on YouTube, uh, you won't find the Tuesday show. But the other two shows, you'll find... On YouTube, go to the NFL channel and search around the NFL. Uh, around the NFL, yes. What?
3: The Thursday show will actually be like overnight Friday, right? It'll be up after the Thursday night game, right? Uh, on the East Coast, it'll essentially be
4: hitting Friday morning after the Thursday night, an hour hour or two after the Thursday night game ends. It's kind of exciting. We have our own playlist on YouTube, so you can like check that out, so you don't miss any. I mean, we're taking over.
1: Mark, your thoughts. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, it's, you know, the idea of an audio-only show is good. It's a nod to our original listener group. But you guys are looking very frisky, very attractive today. So, uh, you know, the viewer loses.
3: I've got a hat on. TD can't
2: take it away from me. (laughs) He's not even here.
1: So we are, this is now week one. The countdown is on. Uh, We are, what, 48 hours away from actual football accounts, less than 48 hours away when the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Foxborough to face the defending champion new england patriots so we're gonna get into that game we're gonna preview the thursday night football affair uh we will also hit some you know some relevant news uh, going on in the nfl because there is some stuff cooking as we head towards a full slate of action greg 32 teams 16 <laughs> games
4: plus you get the extra monday night game this week which I like. You
1: love the extra, the late Monday oh, yeah. night game.
4: Put a couple Monday night games every I like to spread. Well, that it well, it's not my, the Chargers and Raiders for once. Well, it goes to my whole theory, which my schedule proposal was: have a NFL game every day once the season starts, like the preseason. No days off. Just at least one game a day. Could be two, two or so. You could, you could figure it out. Just do it every day. I'm just spread impressed.
3: them out. I'm impressed that you get to have a <laughs> schedule proposal. I was going to say, what's your platform?
4: Oh, Twitter. I've sent it out on Twitter. People like it there. And that way, like, wouldn't you be happy to just watch a little Chiefs-Texans on Tuesday night, you know? But but otherwise, it's going to get lost in the ether. No one's going to see that
1: game. And then, uh, finally, and this is important, our latest edition of Go Get My Lunch, you nobody. (laughs) More Uh, appropriate. So first, we're going to recap our preseason wagers, uh, propositions, excuse me. Uh, go over them, and then after we do that, we're going to then get into our regular season proposition. So we'll go around the horn a couple times, maybe three times, uh, let them all get out there. And those who haven't, you know, listened to the show before or watched the show before, uh, we put them out there, predictions. If, if someone challenges us, that's it. A sandwich is on the line. And then these things, can, I, I could can speak from experience, how things worked in the draft. This can spiral quickly against you if you have a bad uh, round of prognostication. Mm. Uh, but a little teaser: the old Zeuser strikes back in the uh, preseason edition. Well, it's ebb
2: and flow. You're going to go back down again very soon.
1: Well, well, that would be in line with what you did from the draft into the preseason. So Those yes, we're going to get <laughs> all into it. Uh, a lot to get to behind the glass today. We have uh, the man, the myth, a legend. He is the Irishman, Brandon McGinnis. How are you, buddy?
5: I'm just happy to be here on audio only because you guys are in a great mood. Mm. <laughs> what, are, what are you
1: implying about the Wait, video? Wait, are you being
5: sarcastic? So, no, not at all. No. You we guys just are just in tape, a great mood. We, we tape some
4: VODs. and you Yeah, we're going to have some it. game previews that will be up on NFL.com that have a, a little hint of uh, ridiculousness to them.
1: Take us outside <laughs> the, the room, outside the box, and, and tell our listeners and engage with them and explain what a VOD is.
5: Uh, it's a video on demand. Uh. And the only reason I know that is I heard TD say it about three hours ago. Mm. Where could it be found? It's gonna be actually on the .com. So if you click on That's your cool. little uh, the game preview, if it's Chiefs Texans like Greg is excited for, the video will mm. be in there.
1: Very good. Good callback. Brandon, good work. You're a uh, you're a good man. Let's do some news.
0: I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Well, that's, a, that's a good way to get into this uh, first report. You know, I thought that we were past Spygate. You know, I thought Spygate was gone and, and gone and buried. You know, we had Deflategate, which obviously, is Wes and I can attest, that's a very fiery, passionate uh, news story in the NFL. But there was a report that came out in ESPN, <clears throat> excuse me, on Tuesday by Outside the Lines, which is, you know, a respected news brand off uh, the Bristol machine. And the, the Outside Line report Uh, Dives deep into the Spygate videotaping scandal of 2007 and makes the case that Roger Goodell's four-game suspension of Tom Brady this offseason was seen by some owners, owners as a, quote, makeup call from Goodell. Roger Goodell, coincidentally, was on ESPN Radio this morning and said he did not know, he has not read the report, he doesn't know anything about it. But as far as he knows, there is no connection between Deflategate and Spygate. And I'll tell you what, Chris Wessling, weren't you happy
3: to be talking about this
1: to lead off the show today?
3: I am, actually, because it's pretty much exactly what I've been saying all along. The whole thing's been driven by paranoia. We couldn't, we couldn't punish you the way we wanted to punish you for Spygate, so we're going to punish you extra hard for Deflategate.
1: I would read the Patriots' uh, response that they issued, but you can find it on NFL.com if you want. But I will give a teaser. It's long-winded, plays the victim card hard, and is very unbecoming.
4: Well, it basically points out how the Boston Herald had to retract their Spygate report, that ESPN had to retract something they said about Spygate a couple weeks ago, implying that, you know, eventually this is going to be uh, a lot of retraction as well. I don't think that's going to happen in this case. And I thought, look, first of all, they should have put this out a day earlier so we had time to read it. I mean, you couldn't work today if you read this article in the Sports Illustrated article, because Sports Illustrated also dropped... Uh, a hammer, and which I, I actually mm. found your article a little more interesting than the outside the lines one. Didn't yeah. feel like as much of a stretch, and that was all about the paranoia, as you talked about, wrestling of other teams that whether it was founded or not, that they took extraordinary steps when they went to Foxborough to try to prevent the Patriots from doing things, and they did have some pretty good examples of of why the teams were so worried.
2: I think it was interesting the timing of the SI article the outside-the-lines ones, and Goodell all in the air, claiming he'd never read anything, all at the same time within hours of each other after what happened last week. And, you know, one of your points was that, by the way, every team's doing some of this stuff to some degree. I thought the overriding point with the sports, what they were trying to prove or show, was that the Patriots are doing more to a higher degree. I'm not sure I completely bought into some of the stuff they came up with
3: personally. But well, it's their reporting.
2: It's the. Re- it's just that I think the point is that the paranoia is is it c- completely baseless. It's a lot
3: of. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's baseless at all. But it's a lot of people off the record, and a lot of people who lost to the Patriots in big games. And There's some sour there. the is,
2: people from New England. I mean, as well. even
3: even the
4: ESPN report tried to address that—that that whether you know that they, these are from people that the Patriots have beaten—and they sort of put that part of the side into their article that that. You know, of course, there's been a lot of owners that wanted Goodell to take down Kraft, uh, for what they believed was favoritism back when Spygate happened and that because of the success that Brady and, and Kraft has had, that it's like any business. The, the guy on top is going to get a lot of people sniping at them. That, that, now, that doesn't mean they didn't have legitimate points right. to
1: make. And, there, and whether or not this is all true or not, or if it's all, like Wes says, a paranoia that's swept up in the league, if, if nothing else, these reports, if the reporting is accurate, tells you that this is not just a media creation, the way the no, people, not fans and the media view, the patriots it's it's pervasive within the nfl that these teams are are thinking that the the patriots are they cheat to get by that's what this is about
2: there was one great quote in the si piece that talked about someone a friend of belichick saying back the truck up because if you look at bill belichick he is such a competitor. What he's going to do is he's going to look at the rule book and he's going to break down that specific rule and find the loophole and attack it because he looks for weakness in anything that. Great. Right. Well, him that was his win.
4: defense to Spygate in the first place. Was that? Yeah, we did. We were taping them, but as the rule, he thought as the rule read, it just meant that you couldn't use that information in the game that you were playing. That you could use it in the future which, if you go back through football history, wouldn't even necessarily be a crazy thing to think. Uh, one YouTube clip uh, that surfaced today among all this, and I'm sure it was from a Patriots fan or, or someone you know, inclined to believe in Belichick, was John Madden... Um, Broadcasting a 1992 game between the Cowboys and the Redskins, and he just said offhandedly, "Well, that's them taping. That's them doing their signals." And he's like, "Usually in a division game, you're going to have someone from your team taping anyone on the other side and doing their signals." That that, and he just said that offhandedly, like, "Like, of course you do. If it's a division game, you're going to tape their signals. That's just par for the course."
3: Not a small point here, but Belichick's penchant for pushing the envelope as far as he can on rules. His mentor, or his the guy he thinks is the most important figure in pro football history is Paul Brown, who did the exact same <laughs> thing, and Al Davis... The most important figure in the 1960s and 70s did the exact same thing.
4: Right. And it, it all depends what catches you know the public's fancy. I mean, some of the, the things that they've done in terms of moving their pace of play up as fast as possible, certainly uh, what they did against the Ravens last uh, year in terms of eligible receivers, the NFL said that was totally legal, but now they've changed the rules so it's not totally legal anymore. So I think it's looking for those minute little advantages.
1: And then going back to Deflategate, Roger Goodell, like we said, was on ESPN Radio on Tuesday. Uh, he said that he was open to adjusting his role in the NFL's disciplinarian system uh, following the lengthy appeals process uh, involving Tom Brady and the Patriots. His quote, we want to get a better discipline system. We're open to that. We've had several discussions with the unit on how to do that. And I would I would think he would because the NFL keeps on getting smacked down and all these things. Something's got to change.
2: But that was the other takeaway that I think we all did agree on last week was that the continued black eyes on the National Football League and these investigations, when anything that's taken outside of the in-house court system and put in a real court, they just get slapped down. And so, yes, they need to review. And if they don't, I'd have big questions why.
1: Let's talk some football, okay?
2: Please. All yeah. right,
1: let's talk about a trade. The uh, Kristen Michael, a former Making the Leap candidate who never really took off with the Seahawks, couldn't find a niche behind Marshawn Lynch. Now he's a member of the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys traded for Michael in exchange for a conditional seventh-round pick, which is pretty good value to get back on a trade for a guy that we all recognize to be hyper-talented, if not somebody that hasn't put it together at this level yet. Right, Wes?
3: Well, that's the price you pay for a player who's about to be released. Right. He wasn't gonna make the team apparently. Apparently not. And it's gonna cost me two sandwiches. Oh, a little, a little tease. <laughs> you had
4: you had Kristen Michael and who was who and was Thomas
3: it? Rawls making the final roster. Which was
4: a, which a, a very esoteric uh go. It was ever.
3: very esoteric and also if you remember, we quibbled over if whether it was if he survives cuts or if he makes yeah, it to the week one roster. That's why you... Bring, and he did survive initial cuts. That's why you bring with me <laughs> with you to
4: set up all the rules because I'm going to look for it like Bill Belichick. Any, any advantage we could have gotten, we got it.
1: So we have now we have Kristen Michael into a mix that includes Darren McFadden, Joseph Randall, Lance Dunbar. Uh, Greg, I'll ask you, do you think... Let's play the over-under game. Over-under carries Kristen Michael
3: 85
4: Oh, under. I'm already, taking
3: the over. That's a good number. He's wildly more talented than anybody else in that All
4: I'm changing my mind already. I was already thinking, though, like he leads the NFL in 80 NFL mentions or posts or podcast discussions per carry all time. <laughs> he has 52 career carries. But
2: that's what's so kind of enigmatic about him is that you go back and look nice at word. number one, what he accomplished in college— and it's insane. And it's the, hot, and the praise word. draped yeah, yeah. on him from people is just how talented he is. But then you look at John Schneider, who we all agree is fantastic at his job, decides that Fred Jackson at age 34 is more valuable mm. than Kristen Michael. Fred
3: Jackson, the best pass-blocking running back of his generation. But that's points Kristen to Michael Kristen Michael, unreliable in pass protection. But that's what, what about points Frank to what Gore? Michael is not rounded out his you The truth. Game. Fred Jackson and Frank Gore are up there together, yeah.
1: All right, you brought up you brought up Fred Jackson. Uh, the reason why Kristen Mike got traded is because the Seahawks, Beast Mode was involved, this is old boy, uh, went out and signed Fred Jackson to a one-year deal. Uh, and on top of it at all, I don't know if we want to buy into this, but Pete Carroll said that Fred Jackson will, quote, play a lot in the season opener against the Rams. So, Mark, I'll start with you on this. Your thoughts about, first of all, Fred Jackson... A pretty nice situation leaving Buffalo where he never made the playoffs and now potentially having a real role in that offense. Do you see it?
2: Well, it's two factors. It's what Chris just mentioned. He can pass block, which they couldn't get out of Chris and Michael. And secondly, he came in in one day. They said in one day he had absorbed mm. almost the entire playbook. He's a veteran, <laughs> a genius, he's smart. He's reliable. And so he will <laughs> contribute. You don't, to, you don't have to spend four weeks you know, getting him involved. Do we believe weeks. that, by the way? He well, just, I know I
1: coaches like, say positive things, but that sounds He was just like amazing. flipping
2: it through, and all he needs to do is see it once,
4: and it's committed to memory. Fred Jackson is a genius. From Coe College. Same college as Marv Levy, who went on mm. to Harvard. That's where I'm
1: to my son. <laughs> maybe. He could absorb a playbook in 37
4: minutes. <laughs> well, maybe that's the difference between him and Michael. I don't know. I don't know anything about Chris and Michael, but a lot of times when I'm wondering, well, why didn't that player work out? It's about picking up the play. If
3: only stupid. you had somebody in this room who wrote a high-octane piece on Christian Michael yesterday and could explain it.
1: To That's me. too bad we don't Please. have it. Oh, you, Wes, are you setting yourself was, up? Go!
3: I thought you were setting someone else
4: up, but I guess you're
3: just... This talking. I didn't even include this in my piece, but a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the bloggers and beat writers have noted that in three years, Christian Michael never figured out how to carry the ball in his left hand. Mm. That he was a right-hand-only running back. But there's also the fact that Seattle Times had a really good article on this yesterday. Tom Cable's blocking scheme, zone blocking, he asked the running backs to trust that the hole will be there a split second before the hole's there. And Marshawn Lynch always trusts it and makes the right decision. Kristen Michael didn't trust where to go when the hole opens. And that was a big problem, I think. Michael Robinson, the fullback for the Seahawks, who now works for us at NFL Media, says if this is an open competition, Kristen Michael will be the starter in Dallas. And it's because the offensive line in Dallas, he's never seen those kind of holes. He'll split. It's a much different kind of running game. Don't you
4: think, if I had to guess now, I will go over 85 because I think, I've said all along, I think McFadden will fall by the wayside. I think Randall. Could kind of be the change of pace, 150 touches, and I think Michael could step it up once he. But this is how learns.
2: insane everything. We're a month away from what we were calling McFadden the next great thing.
4: I never
3: said anything. Well,
2: no, I mean McFadden. it's not to any one that's person. That's not
3: so. that's not what we said. The next great thing. Well, no, nah, that's not that, what we that, said. That they, not even close. If
2: you believe, I'm not pointing just the U.S., but if you believe that McFadden's gonna have this rebound with Dallas, I never did. And I you don't go stinks. get Christian Michael.
4: He stinks. That's true. The, the, the Michael conditional shows. seventh or round or Randall,
2: any of them.
5: Randall's
4: I mean, gonna be the week one starter, but they're gonna they're gonna spread it around.
1: There All goes. right, boys, let's move on. Let's talk little Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, you know the drama between the Giants and JPP is far from over. NFL Media's Aditi Kinkibwala and Ian Rappaport reported Tuesday that Pierre-Paul, who of course lost his finger and uh, messed up his hand, jacked up his hand real bad on a, July fourth, thanks to a fireworks accident, won't be signing that fourteen point eight million franchise tag in the near future. Uh, JPP's hand isn't quite ready uh, for a return, and he could be out a month if not longer. Now, uh, let's let's piece this together a little bit. You heard, you heard. JPP didn't even go and visit the Giants until uh, Monday, and you heard positive reports, probably from his agent or whoever, like he's going to be ready soon. Then he meets with the doctors, and a day later we find out this guy's not even close to returning. So I'm starting to think, I don't know what we're going to get at all from JPP in 2015.
4: No, he hasn't practiced football in a long time. And this, it, it's the millionth time we've heard a player be far more optimistic about his status. And if This
1: is number one million. So if this was wow. a video show, we would have confetti falling down, digital confetti. <laughs> so Brandon's off the hook.
4: It'd be really, it'd be an exciting moment in the show. I, I just wonder, like, you're right. If, a month, is it sounds like, is the minimum right now. What are right. they going to get out of JPP this year? And, of course, if you're a player, you're going to say, oh, I, I'm ready for the season because you're going to you're about to be paid $1 million
2: per game almost, and now he's going to miss out on that money. I can't think of one thing about this defense that excites me.
3: I can't think of one thing about the Jason Pierre-Paul situation that causes me not to glaze over. Really? I mean, boring. it's just boring the heck out of me with this whole story. I mean, the fireworks
1: thing, thing was exciting. Right. Since then, not, it's not like, great, all right, right,
3: he's not going to be on the field. Why do we keep updating
1: him? I have a bit of a sessler that we might not see JPP ever play for the Giants game. Mm. Like, this is going to lead to him not seeing a snap because his hand's so messed up and there's all this weird animosity between the franchise and player, and he's just, he's going to go elsewhere next year. and Maybe elsewhere. Who knows if he plays again? I'm
4: excited about the Giants defense. You know, just to to see other teams play against them. (laughs) You can see 40 points a game when uh, Robert Ayers and Kerry Wynn are your defensive ends and John Beeson, you know, trying to be. It's just, it is a terrible looking uh, defense. That means a lot of Eli to Odell to play catch up. Steve Spagnolo could be, this could be the cherry. On top of his disaster, you really sports. have it out for Spags, <laughs> by
1: the <laughs> way. <laughs> How does
3: this he keep coming up? Hold on, there's like a list of coordinators that Greg can't stand.
1: <laughs> Greg, you're so funny because you are still angry that he got so much credit for the seven, uh, 18 and one season, and you're like, oh, he really got what was coming to him. He was a fraud, and you do not want to see him go <laughs> back to the Giants and all. put his career back that's on. The better, side. At
3: better on. coach, Spag- Spags or John Fox.
4: Oh, John Fox, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Steve Spagnuolo was a key part of one of of the worst five year run in NFL history by any franchise. I mean, we always talk about who's had the most pain. I know the Rams won won a recent Super Bowl, but that those teams under Linehan and Spagnuolo were, were as bad as bad gets. You wouldn't even
1: worse. You wouldn't pee on Spags if he was on fire.
4: That's not true. I've seen I've seen some things. You know, some my theory about you know the Jeff. Jeff Fisher uh, reporter whisper yeah. Those are the guys that get get me. And uh Spagnola would be in that group. You know, he becomes friends with the reporters. Doesn't get the I love. so you're on to their off. games that no one
3: else is on to? I'm on to it. I'm on
4: to <laughs> it.
1: Let's uh, let's talk a little Browns. Let's head to the Browns corner uh, where we'll start, you know, they're missing their GM Ray Farmer 4 weeks for uh, textgate. Is that what we went with? Textgate? I sure. Texgate. Now they're going to be without their offensive line coach, Andy Moeller indefinitely. The Browns announced Monday that Moeller has has been suspended indefinitely, effective immediately. The team didn't provide any further details, but there have been reports uh, that it was an assault of some kind. Uh, This is the same Moeller that who's had some trouble before, a two-game ban for violating the league's conduct, personal conduct policy, while with the Ravens in 2011, um, that was a DUI charge. Now he's out of the picture again, uh, Mark, uh, your thoughts.
2: Well, I mean, it's this is goes beyond you know any one team. I think the league has made it clear what they feel about these kind of incidents. And if you're Cleveland, you it's a lot of people are surprised that he was working again after all the off-field stuff that happened before. He's a talented coach who made a major mistake. From there is, there is more information coming out, and I think Cleveland was right to get ahead of it and suspend him right away.
1: In other Browns news, they had Terrence West, the third-round pick running back last year, decided he wasn't going to make the team, so they traded him to the Tennessee Titans in exchange for a conditional 2016 pick. The team announced, um, and Terrence West will help out the Titans because David Cobb, uh, Cesar, your boy, uh, headed to Boomerang I.R., uh, with a foot injury? Is that what it is? And
2: I think it's, it's a, a IR boomerang. IR boomerang. What yeah. did I say? Boomerang IR, same thing.
1: Yeah, it works. Works. Uh, so that that's what's going on with Mark. And, you know, we with the Browns. And I want to, you know, we don't talk about our personal lives too much on the podcast. We here. don't? Uh, well, not too much. <laughs> we don't, at Unless least, you're Wes. At least like, oh uh, you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wes is an exception. Uh, but I, I do think... Uh, this is not going to be a surprise to anyone in this room right here because we were all we all lived it over the weekend. But there is <laughs> um, an issue, a issue, uh, a potential uh, divorce or a separation of Trial all kinds. Trial
2: separation. Trial separation. Trial
1: separation of Mark Sessler and his beautiful what not wife team, the mm. Cleveland Browns. And you know, Mark, let me just let me just set it up. Mark started texting at all of us. Um, pretty randomly over the weekend. It started with a text at 12.59 on Saturday p.m. I'm done with the Browns. They lack basic creativity. They lack risk-taking. I'm out. And then... um, Oh, great. No, just a couple more. I won't read all of them. Not know. all of them yeah, are safe. I like them all. But, uh, I, I like them all. These are, these are, I'm just all. basically cherry picking what's allowed without Brandon getting mad at us behind the glass. I am giving up on everything, which seems more uh, big than just the, bigger than just the Browns. I don't care about anything anymore. Uh, and then he took a picture. We have a new desk setups. And Mark took a picture of his desk. What's missing? My Browns helmet. Why? Because they can f off, including including thirty. Oh, then was like he mentioned thirty years of unpoliced abuse as a reason why. (laughs) And uh, finally, any time and energy that would have gone to the Browns will now go to P90X, which is a a workout. uh, Keep it going. A workout machine of some kind. I'm gonna get a wicked tight body. F you, Browns. So, right, Mark, look. we throw it to you now. What, is, what the hell is going on out here?
2: It started with two things. Number one, and I, we, I'm not saying we all feel the same way about all these players, but when you have nothing going on in your offensive roster, and I, I liked the idea of Duron Carter. Oh, I knew okay?
1: Deron
5: Carter was the heart this of this. We tried to it's get not, to the bottom of it. It's not
2: the heart. There's two points, and the second point was more, was more crushing for me, but Carter is someone they could have gotten for free. And they don't. You just you stick around. You this want Mar- Marlon Moore at the side. bottom of your roster instead of Duran Carter. That makes sense to me. The Colts obviously don't know how to scout wide receivers, so why would they want him back? And secondly, you let Kristen Michael, who I wrote a huge Making the Leap thing huh. on, because I do like Kristen Michael, another guy you could have had for nothing. And by the way, you want to be a run-heavy team. Evan Silva made a good point here. You want to be a run-heavy team so you have two running backs on your roster and six offensive linemen. You could have had Kristen Michael, who at least is an interesting project. I get getting rid of Terrence West because he's a head case. But I don't like the fact that you've got nothing in return when you're going to have injuries. Your second running back, Duke Johnson, has a concussion.
1: You brought up Well, they're uh, going to
2: get another running back. Who? Someone. That's the thing. So you let's could figure have this had out. Kristen Michael. I, and I think the frustration that I texted... Uh, every Browns fan has been there if you've been following Right, but this the was
1: kind of else. out of nowhere after being a fan for 30 years that you say there's some low-level
4: players Deron that Carter most likely will never and make any NFL Kristen offense. Michael
1: being the tipping point right, just What I'm about the is
2: go out and prove your team
1: and right, sign nobody Let's ask some questions basic questions you are trial separation you're going to take a year off from the Browns you're saying
2: uh, well, number one, there's no taking a year off because we cover them all the time, but I'm not going to... I'm going to be a roller coaster every Sunday where my heart is going up and down for a team that's going to win five games probably. All right, let's canvas the room. Does
4: any of the three of us believe <laughs> that at all?
1: Not even a little bit. I well, be-
4: I believe it less than if you hadn't even have said it. Because me... if you really had a chance to not care, you wouldn't be sending us texts all weekend. You, another thing Evan Silva probably wrote, you <laughs> sent us some Roto-World... Uh, post where they called the Browns a clown car, I believe, something to that effect. <laughs> it was and you said, you effect. know, in the past, I would have cared about this, but now <laughs> I don't <laughs> so care. I, I don't have any problem one, with this.
2: I, I acknowledge that I sound like a seventh grader uh, sure. at the heat of the moment here, but that's where my heart is trapped, in the seventh grade state of mind the last time they were good. I've mm. got
3: some love, love advice for you. 30 years of abuse. Basically, you've been a battered wife. It's time to move on. It's time to start dating Tom Brady to make the Browns mm. And I would he, see somebody. He already in did
1: step out with Tom at the Super Bowl. Right. You've I mean, been, I got video evidence. Feelings. Yeah,
5: so I'm you've allowed, feelings
3: said, in that direction. Yeah. I would say when you trial separate, sometimes you start dating yeah, other that's people. that's true. You need to, you need I to, think Tom Brady is, is your sweetheart. I mean, I, listen, I'm
2: not going to change fundamentally. This is my team, but I'm <laughs> taking a break. Right, How about so a Dalian you, you don't question. want to be assigned to Browns games. You've no. made that clear.
1: A Dallion Here's the question. Will you watch Browns games, though?
2: I will watch every team, and so I'll watch them during the week. But I no need to watch special... them on Sunday, where I'm trying to cover and write about the game, and I'm going all over the place. You won't cause... watch the
1: Browns on Sunday? No. Is it well, okay, because would... we've cycled this out because you did express a frustration that it was part of the show, is it okay to use this sound drop? You are a factory of sadness! It doesn't affect like, me anymore. Let's say Browns, one and six, and I go, bang! You are a factory of of Browns, 2-11. I go, bang. You are a factory <laughs> of sadness. Does that do anything? It means
4: nothing to me. How about if later when we're doing Go Get My Lunch, one of my uh, props is Austin Davis will start the most games at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns I wouldn't be year. surprised. He might be their best quarterback. All right, I won't throw it out there. Then.
1: All right. So there you go. Mark is taking a year off. Well, it's not a trial con- separation. A trial, trial separation, separation, a conscious uncoupling with the Cleveland Browns, all brought upon by Chris Carter's son
2: well all right it is. That's, it is it is sometimes it's you know when you get in an it's argument the straw that with, broke the camel's back your love it's not based on what just happened that's it's, a good point right? it's mm. something weird sets you off yeah. and you've had enough
1: it's like you she didn't set the alarm for you and you slept late and that became that brought up the fact that you guys haven't been intimate in months well is that she what made you're herself saying?
2: two pieces of toast and didn't make you one. we're talking about the browns here by the way so
1: <laughs> all right all right all right so that's that's news. the track Throughout the season. I don't believe it for a second. I
2: predict,
4: should we go around the room and predict when this ends? Yes. I'm going to say 11.47 a.m. Pacific time this Sunday when the (laughs) Browns have a four-point lead on the Jets. Hmm.
1: Okay. I think because Mark is a man of principle, he doesn't want to seem weak. So he's going to make a point not to have it on a TV or a computer screen at work. Uh, on Sunday, but he will be stealing glances from one of the monitors pretending he's not watching it, but he wills, but he will, because that means he was never out. Mark is not out. He's already in.
3: Mm, I, I, I'm kind of a mixture between the two of you. He's not covering the Browns this Sunday, and he's a hard enough worker that he's going to be obsessed with these other games he is covering. That's so right. the feeling isn't going to come Sunday. It's going to come, I'm going to go mid-October okay. on a random Sunday. He's just going to feel the okay. urge. To follow okay. the
4: According to Mark, the Browns are going to lose thirty-five to six on Sunday.
2: Well, listen, I'm just again, that was another test. Messy, it's just a big, messy, messy old time right now. So, <laughs>
1: all right, so there is there's the big breaking news at Sessler Manor. All right, gentlemen, before we get to go get my lunch, uh, your butt, we will talk about the a We're little not allowed preview. not Is that not is no, that true? No, sure?
2: It's not no, you're not it. allowed, We're not allowed to? to say anything.
1: Let's talk about Thursday night football, the season kickoff event, the Pittsburgh Steelers. At the New England Patriots, and you know, whenever I think about uh, week one and a major ten-pole league events, I think Train is playing somewhere. They are. They're playing in San Francisco. That's beside the point. Um, but in New England, the Patriots defend their title. Greg, is your excitement at all tempered by all the stuff that's going on around the, uh, this game? Whether it's no, it's a, the stuff, the suspensions. it's a relief. It's a relief.
4: From all that stuff, it's an ability to focus on the thing that we all love and why we have this job. I mean, I can't remember how. Like, I always get more excited for this game than any game all season. I guess maybe that should be obvious enough. But the Week One Sunday is my favorite day of the year, and like I remember being so excited for Steelers Dolphins one year. It just doesn't matter what the game is, and you know Tom Brady's in it at least. It's you know you're you're missing your boy Le- Le'Veon Bell and Martavis Bryant West, but. Still, pretty good just, just game. Just a minor
3: thing. Yeah, when I think of.
4: Two of our favorite <laughs> AFC teams, right? Two of the favorite. When
3: they're fully stocked, yeah. Two of the best you know franchises of the last decade. When I think of 10 pool events and showpiece games, I think of Terrell Brown matched up against Darius Hayward Bay. Whatever, that's weird. I mean, match. come on, it's hard to get excited for this matchup. Oh, for are me. You, are you even being serious?
4: You're not I being am being serious. serious. It's I'm very gonna be, hard. I'm going to be sitting I,
3: across from you. You're going to be like, all excited. We've gone suspension happy. Let's play Le'Veon Bell and Martavis Bryant.
1: Here's something interesting. I'm looking at our NFL.com Game Center, and the top two rushers last season for the Patriots, Jonas Gray and Shane Vereen, both gone. Greg, who's gonna to be toting the rock? Well, and the starter
4: game? for them, you know, throughout the payoffs, Le- LeGarrette Blunt. Uh I think Dion Luce is gonna have a big factor in this game, Weston. I? I don't know if he's gonna have a lot of carries. Maybe might maybe I eight like carries, De- six six. He catches. might find
3: his he might find a place in my starting lineup for fantasy PPR week. Will. Wow.
2: I think Roger Goodell will not a be at this game, at and neither will Pittsburgh's defense.
3: Mm. <laughs> so you think
1: this could potentially be a blowout?
2: I don't know if it's—I don't know about it. It's an all-out blowout because Pittsburgh's offense has got a, t- a lot of talent. But when I look at—when I look at this game, it's like if the Patriots could prepare the way they did for the Super Bowl when all that deflategate stuff was blowing up in their face and their embarrassing series of press conferences, they can prepare for this— they don't care about all this other junk. They're going to be there. It's a home Had game. Had a
4: terrible preseason for what it's worth. New offensive it,
2: it, it's line It's worth pieces. nothing, though. And I'm not, I'm not shooting your point down, but we could, the preseason in New England couldn't mean less.
1: How about Antonio Brown, 129 catches? Who's covering him? There are some things Malcolm to be worried Butler. about in New England. Malcolm Butler. To get Malcolm Butler crazy. Terrell Brown. Are you worried Logan, about Ryan. New
2: England's offensive line? Stork has a concussion yeah. right now at center. He might not play the line. It's not looked great. I think the Steelers defense isn't gonna be as bad as people think. I think it's a tough matchup.
4: I mean, we all I had the Steelers as the best team in the AFC, ultimately in my in my power poll. So I, I think it's a tough matchup. I put
3: absolutely zero stock in the Patriots preseason struggles on offense. This we've seen the last three or four years, this offense is dynamite when Gronk is on the field and they are mediocre when he's not on the field. Gronk will be there. Let's
1: let's go around the horn with score predictions. Mark.
2: I will go Patriots 29, Pittsburgh 17. New England has the two best players on the field.
3: Mm. Wes. Patriots 31, Steelers 17.
2: Wow, we almost had the same exact
5: bet there.
1: I, I like the Steelers a lot. I think they're the, the best team in the AFC, but they'll get off too slow. So I think there's too much emotion for the Patriots right now in a good way. I think they're going to channel that. They know what they're doing. They've got a great coach, unfortunately. I will say 34-17, to 17, a tough wait, start for the Steelers. Wow. Three
2: straight 17-point appearances. Well,
1: that's, well, that tells you what this well, is going to be. One of be.
4: the reasons I'm excited about it, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I think the Patriots win a lower-scoring game, let's say 21-20. It'll be back and forth. I think you give Bill Belichick the edge here in, in terms of he's had so much time to prepare for this game and do enough on defense to, to slow him down. Did Plus, you, no love, Bell.
1: Did I, you say a score?
4: 21-20. A nice, close, tight one.
1: That would be a fun little game. Yeah. All right, there you go. That is our uh, Thursday night preview. Football's coming. Uh, let's now move on uh, to one of our favorite segments. We like to to predict things, and, and wh- what better way to, to marry a prediction with uh, victory, winning and being gallant. And that's why we invented the game. Go get my lunch, you turd. You hear that? Wait, let's hear it again.
2: Oh, that, what is that hideous eating sound?
3: Is that an apple?
2: That's the hideous eating sound that dates back to gold standards producing the show. Oh, I thought it was something to do with... I didn't know That's what it was. That's meant to be what a sandwich sounds oh, like when you yes. dig your mouth into a sandwich. Yeah. I, it, we
1: used to have more of a chewing thing now it's a one bite, which is less uh, oppressive for the ears. I liked it better when this it
4: was, used was very to be called, It used to have another bad word at the end of it. And we're still kind of trying to figure out what the right word is. To, for new listeners that haven't heard it, it's... You know, it's a long time game.
3: Got well, a lot though. of suggestions for "Go Get My Lunch," Jabroni. Oh yeah, I like that one.
1: Solid, solid. So before we get into the um, predictions for the regular season, let's go over the predictions uh, for the preseason. Uh, so we each had a couple of those. So I'm going to pull up our favorite website, gogetmylunch.org. Mm, and it's this an organization, I like that. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot stress enough. Uh, who's Wes? Who is the gentleman that runs this site? Nick Fortier. Nick Fortier. The, the amount of work, and he's, the guy knows what to do with HTML. He's very talented. He has all the props covered, so you can check it out right there. Go get my lunch.org. He has lifetime standings. He breaks it down by different league events. So let's go through them real quick and then get into the regular season. We'll start with Chris Wessling. Um, we just uh, laid out one each, it looks like here. So Chris, Chris Wessling said, Kristen Michael and Thomas Rawls are on Seahawks' Week 1 roster And, uh, Wes, you almost made it. I lost. You did not. And Greg and Mark took sandwiches there. All right. We have sandwiches for Greg and Mark and Wes uh, with an 0-2 there. Mark Sessler, you said, (laughs) this is a classic Sessler right here, excluding Tom Brady, at least one playoff QB from 2014 will miss week one due to injury. So you're hoping that a prominent quarterback got hurt for the benefit of your lunch. (laughs) Did not work out so far. You still have a few days left, but it looks like you're down sandwiches to the whole group. Dan, Greg, and Wes all clean up there.
2: Yeah, I was Mm. in a weird headspace. I kind of regret that. (laughs)
1: Opposition. <laughs> Greg, you uh, also—it uh, looked like you kind of ripped uh, victory from the jaws of defeat because you said Tom Brady will start Week One.
4: What do you mean? Also, I'm the only one that got one right there. At least that hold on. I, I in, held off on that. Yeah, Weston,
3: I smart. bowed out. Wow,
4: that—that that was very smart of you. That was—that was an onion hanger.
1: That know. was. You yeah. hung some onion there, and that you deserved it. And Dan and Mark, owe you sandwiches as a result. And finally, the old Zeuser says that Sam Bradford will start Week One. And that's looking very good. Mm. Greg, you did not take me on that. Wise man. Uh, but both Wes and Mark did. So I picked up two sandwiches there. That so, was a good one. And
3: um, I thought he would tear his ACL for a third time.
4: We, that was the time when we, thought, we still thought Sanchez could maybe beat him out. Uh, I did get a, a Twitter um, mention from uh, our friend Nick Fortier. And he was listing uh, my top three accomplishments of my life in order. Number one was rocking out with Delaware. Number two was uh, first man <laughs> to win man. 40 sandwiches and go get my lunch. That's number one. Number three is the birth of Walker, my son.
1: Number According three.
2: Yeah. Honor, a comfortable attend. third place.
4: That's weird.
1: The birth of a child. So the standings for uh, the preseason, uh, Wes, you went one and three.
3: Mm, Greg, and three. Oh, no, one and three. One
1: and three. Greg, you went three and one, if you want to uh, count. Uh, the Yankees beating the Red Sox in the season series—that's another sandwich, baby.
3: Right, I'm perfect. It's How
5: totally could I get anyone
4: wrong? I think I'm four and and0 baby.
1: Let's see. Oh, did I? Oh, you're right. I was—I was counting our, our baseball bet. That doesn't count. I
3: think you took over first place this in the standings. A, it's been a—that's a big week. It's for been you. a good week. Um, I I'm bounced back, back with on the field.
1: I bounced back with a uh, four and one. Oof. And if you uh, count—and I'm counting Trent Richardson in that. Mark, you. Are one and six in the preseason. So, came to, you had a great uh, draft. Draft. Now you've come right. down to earth a little bit. So now this is well now a big bounce back regular season for you is on the line. I think
2: it's predictable that I would have tailed off big time.
1: All right. So that's where we are now. Let's go into it now. Let's uh, let's do a little bit of a regular season uh, sandwich props. And why not start with the man Mark Sessor who's looking to get back on. The winning side of things.
2: All right. I'm going to start with a little bit of a prediction out of Minnesota where Adrian Peterson will not lead the league in rushing.
1: He's not going to lead the league in rushing? Nope. I agree with you. I don't think he will. I'll take the field.
3: Okay. I think he will, but I'm not, going, I'm not going to say in this game. There's no way I would say that. Mm. So I, I always take the field. I'm, we're all taking the field.
2: All right, slow out of the gate. This
1: <laughs> That's why
3: we had you do multiple ones.
1: <laughs> um, can I get a chomp, Brandon? It gets my blood pumping.
3: Wow. <laughs> All
1: right, Wes, you're up.
3: All right, real simple. Kristen Michael leads the Cowboys in rushing yards this season.
1: That's funny. I almost went down that road.
3: I will, I will take a sandwich on that. I'll, I'll take the
4: field in that one as well, especially when the field – has uh, underrated star Joseph Randall as part
2: of it. Underrated I'll, I'll role player. To, I'll take you up to <laughs> Ooh, you on All right. Although I think he's going to come close for the record.
1: He's going to lead the Cowboys in rushing.
2: Yes,
4: but I note w- that Sessler. You know, you have to put it, Nick, out there that Sessler thinks it'll be close. Well, anyway, <laughs> <he needs laughs> wants that sort of credit.
1: Wes, I'll take you up on that. I will also right,
3: take the three of them.
1: Because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of ground to make up in the depth chart. It could change in week one. Who knows? But. All right, here we go. I'll throw my first one out there. Excuse me, guys. Here we go. Peyton Manning will throw at least 30 touchdowns. 30 touchdowns. This for
3: one's tough. Peyton mm, Manning. That's a good number to pick because that's right at a weird Thank zone. you. I'll take you up on that. Thank I don't you. know if he'll make it through the year healthy, and I think they're going to run a lot more.
4: I'm not going to bite on that.
3: I'm not either. I'm going to just
4: stick with the old Peyton Manning. Finding a way to be okay. Why not? All right,
1: some cowards in the house. All cowards. right, Greg, you're the up. Means
4: it wasn't that exciting. Wes, thanks
1: for playing the game.
4: Yep. I can't find where I wrote down my things, but I'll, I can. I can't remember a few. All right, one, to start. Some one
1: some? to start. One to start. We need an system.
2: I wrote it down in here.
4: <laughs> Greg uh,
1: has the Charlie Day Charlie yeah. scratch he <laughs> notebook. It's a
2: spiral bound notebook from 1991. <laughs> the picture of a, a chicken and a fish on there.
1: He could have the cure to cancer written on there, and no scientist would be able to <laughs> make any gains for humans
4: the st louis rams will come in just because i want to take your sandwiches i want more on the line with this one will come in at second place or better in the nfc west
3: oh yeah i'm all over that i'll take that so they got
1: to be better than arizona
4: and san francisco who could be good you never know
2: i will take you up on that
4: i
1: found it wait what if they what if they tie for second it's
4: second place or better they got to be all by themselves, no tie. I'll let you. I'll let you. They have there. to
1: be alone in second place. Then I'll or take better. it. Or better, yeah. Okay, I you, I got you. Let's do it.
3: Good. I just like. So a tie doesn't like count. How that's big, big for
1: Dan. No. They got to have a.
3: Wow, that's big for Dan. I like. Am I the only one that took it? No, I took it. I took it too. We all took it. Good. Look that, at that. that was the whole point. I that's to that's get what
1: free. I'm talking about, Mark. Bring one this time. Let's I go. I believe all
2: right. in something, I want some in for it. this one's in house. This one's in house because you know that Greg has dropped out of our. Weekly picks contest for some personal reason. I'm
1: yeah, and sure we can why. get into that later at another point. But everyone that loves the part of the podcast where we have hero picks and we talk about oh, relax you know, every week—you know, who do you got? Who you got? All that's gone now because it's Greg, not gone. Greg has mysteriously decided he doesn't want to pick games anymore. <laughs>
4: it's not—it's not gone. Five ATL writers are picking games. There's hero picks. There's all the picks. Yeah, but you were driving Ready? the whole thing. How
1: can, we, how can you expect it off us to continue that when the boss quits? I didn't quit. I'm just
4: no longer making picks. Mm. Okay, well, Anyways, very suspicious. Yes. But I, now
2: listen, I don't want you guys to take this personally because I flipped a coin to put the re- names in the result here, okay? Right. It's not based on a personal belief, but I am going with this. Dan Hansis will beat Chris Wessling in our season-long picks contest.
3: Hmm. I'll take you up on that. I mean,
1: <laughs> I guess I'll take it. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I did beat Wes last year. Wait. Wes you- beat me the year before.
2: Is that right? Yeah, well, you were horrid two years ago. You were quite good last year. Right. Okay.
3: So you. I thought we were not all t- struggling last. You're year. You're not taking that because no. you agree with it. Oh yeah, no, I'll I'll win. So
1: yeah, I won't. Why would I pick West to beat me? I can't.
3: I'm taking that sandwich. That way you can't. You, well, you could
4: win That's out why. of the way if you take the sandwich. How about you? Well, I feel like this is a no-win uh, proposition for me. I'm like taking side. Either way, I guess I'm taking side. No, you want to side. take <laughs> Wes,
1: Wes is the mailman. You know, he's a, he's the football head. He's the scientist. All that. Malarkey. None of that
3: means anything in game no. picking.
1: <laughs> uh, take the guy that knows everything, or take you know old regular Joe. I'm old regular Joe. Not... <laughs> <laughs> take the guy. <laughs> take the people's champ.
3: I'm sticking take with the, the scene of the
4: room. I'm sticking with the old. Wow. So I'm All gonna, right. I'm taking
3: you up on Shout across Wes's bow. I will remember that. Yes. <laughs> that was the whole point. That's
1: what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> heat and tension. See? Wes. I got heat there. You guys did this VOD before we started the podcast. What does that mean, Brandon?
5: Video on demand.
3: Thank you. Where you asked the question Will Kirk Cousins be removed from society by Endemic and Suing Company this week? Mm hmm. Go get my lunch. Kirk Cousins not only stays in society in week one, but throws for at least 20 touchdowns and 3,000 yards this season. How many touchdowns? 20 touchdowns and 3,000 yards. 20 is pretty low. Those are but low. he would have to start all, you know, at he least would, 14 or would. 15 games to do it. He's got
1: some skilled players around him. He does. Nice little running game. Got some targets. Jordan Reed stays healthy.
2: He's, he's the one quarterback the coach likes.
3: Now uh, the coach loves Colt McCoy. I will. Well, all right, Here's the they, thing: they, if
2: he started,
3: if he started, games, right.
2: if he started 14 games, he's getting those
4: numbers. Right. Just about anyone does. Well, unless he and, plays yeah, terribly, he
1: gets. Oh, he wouldn't get. Let plays. me read you the list of
3: Jay Cutler didn't get those numbers. He had he had a million touchdowns last year. Did he? He had a close to
1: 30, I think.
2: Well, I
3: just I could see RG3 not even being on this team a month from now.
1: Yeah, but I, I almost see Colt McCoy as the option. Jay
3: Cutler did. Andy Dalton, Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton. All did not get those numbers last year. Really?
4: They didn't, didn't get that out some games? The touchdowns, that really, that's harder. I am going to take you up on that. Yes! Uh, because I think the Redskins will ultimately be a losing team. We all had them near the bottom of our power poles. And losing teams change quarterbacks. RG3's still there, and he won't get them you got, because of that.
1: You sold me on that. And the other reason I'm going to do this is because uh, Mike Shanahan once said that John Beck uh, was a man he would stake his reputation on. <laughs> And Mike Shannon also said that Kirk Cousins would be a star in this league, so that's enough for me to go the other way. I'm it, not.
2: See, I think three thousand yards is that's not that impressive. Get three thousand, yeah. And I think he's going to start fourteen games probably this season. And I think that throwing twenty touchdowns with some of the wide receivers they have, when they're going to be getting, they're going to getting crushed in games. They're going to have to throw the ball a ton. If that alone, I, I'm not taking you up on this one. No, this
4: was a good one. If you believe at all in Kirk Cousins, it was a good one. You got two off. Two off us. What, you're not going for it? No, because I think he will achieve those numbers. I mean, oh, I really yeah. feel it. It's no. also, Mark, you know, most people, when they throw out mm-hmm. uh, a proposition for the sandwiches, they're, like, a little
2: disappointed if people didn't take them up. Mark loves it. Oh, Mark
4: loves is
5: it. just
2: trying to keep as much skin out of the game <laughs> Right. As
5: That's possible. not He's true. Not because that
2: a Well, wait, the reason that I got taken to town in the preseason one is I took everyone up on everything. I'm looking back on it, and I must have been on, like, some sort of, who knows what was going this on. is
1: speaking of skin, I know I'll get skin on this one if I don't. You're all cowards because I've heard the laughs and the snickers. The Jets will win more than eight games. Come on, give, give me three. Don't so if don't it, turn on me so now. So they have to
2: go nine and. If seven, they win yeah, eight games, at least games. nine wins. If they win eight games,
4: at least nine wins
1: system. for the Jets. I'll
2: take you. Up. I'll take you. Up. I'll take that.
1: That's how hey, you hang onions, by the way. Take notes. Take chances. Believe in your feelings and, and go for it. And this <laughs> is
4: one. The exact same one was thrown out there last year after week one. I don't know if you guys remember. I do remember. The Jets remember came it. off a win and it was thrown out. The Jet, Jets will have a winning record and none of us took it up. Oh we all were like, nope, we all agree the Jets are gonna be winning teams. So there's a close. lot of reason for hope after that. By the way, we play. should explain, you know, if it's a first time listing, you know, there's gonna be some high octane hot sandwiches that'll be delivered if you lose these proposition absolutely that's what part of, it's a,
1: a costly endeavor to lose a lot of sandwiches hundreds of dollars if you have a family uh, you're in big trouble greg <laughs>
4: um you four people among our group uh picked uh, andrew luck to win the mvp i am gonna say go get my lunch andrew luck will not even get a single mvp vote how about that i'll wow. take you up on that wait are
1: there 50 votes is that correct
4: there are 50 votes I will definitely. You're not even going to get a vote, Andrew. Sorry.
2: Wow, this is a good question. You are good at these. You seem to be zoned in on
4: these. I banged you on the vote last year,
1: didn't I?
2: There was one about Zimmer, was it?
4: It's someone on the Coach of the Year vote, and you won it. Yes, you did. (laughs) I'll take you up on this. Good memory.
3: Luck won't get a single MVP. I'll take you up on. So
1: he's not going to have a great year, and the Colts aren't going to be very good, is what you're saying. He's going to have a good year, not a great year, and the Colts aren't going to be good. Most,
4: you know, most years, not, you know, part of my thinking with this, I'll, I'll, I'll say,
2: it, is most years. I mean, not a ton of people get MVP votes. It's just a couple people. Yeah, can, I
4: mean, you could be the fifth best player
2: in the in the league. I need to take I a wrote look. that he would win because I believe it. I mean, I, enough. In that he's a good situation to do. it To go Basically, twelve four If you four wrote that and you're quarter.
4: not taking me up on it, you're a lily livered, uh,
1: nice person. I got to see how many people got votes last year. Last year, it was... Rogers,
3: Romo, and... Six
1: people got votes, oh, including yeah, Bobby yeah. Wagner.
3: Luck's
4: going to get... Oh, yeah. Thank you, well, that's Tony true. Dungy. Tony Dungy having a vote really uh, <laughs> makes things a little more
2: complicated.
1: And Andrew Luck, yeah. Dungy could be a
2: saving grace. We just need Bob Kravitz to come through
3: for us.
1: Uh, <laughs>
3: the old Kravitz.
1: One, I'm struggling yeah. with this one. Uh, I'll take you up on it.
3: Okay. Is that Three. All three of us took you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Uh, another round. Last round. Here we go. Last Mark.
3: Round. Here is my, oh, only one here more. Is my
2: no, final. Let's one.
1: go four rounds. OK, go ahead. Next one. Oh, all
2: right. Then I'm not going to use audio to the final only. Right now.
1: Let's go. Let's
2: go. <laughs> How about this? Brock Osweiler will make at least one start for the Broncos this season. Another injury. An injury. One again. I, it doesn't have to be from an injury. Maybe the advantage. not getting the job done. I didn't know it's going to be one of I'm not the rooting against
4: injury. I, well, I so,
1: on principle, I know. So I'm get not apologies. taking
4: this. Wait. But if I. I, I guess I'm saying Peyton Manning will start
2: 16 games.
4: Oh yeah, so you're then on the side then of I am taking the sandwich.
2: Yeah, on principle, I have to.
4: On do principle,
1: it. I will take it as well.
2: Okay, so much principle. In this yeah, round. no. We're what we're, gentlemen these people are. <laughs> We're principled individuals. Yeah, I oh, believe yeah. in morals. I believe in the right way to do things. Oh yeah, we're we're
4: two. So of the classic another
1: season of Mark NFL. rooting for an iconic quarterback to get hurt. I didn't say hurt. I
2: is. think that Brock Osweiler, who the team seems to really like, I think Peyton going to get benched. This if year? the Broncos ever ever really struggled, right. I could see them putting him out there for one game. Or. Or they could go 14-1 and one and they could sit him in the last week. There you go. It's it could happen way. through Ooh. multiple ways. It's not specific, so that's we'll pretty see. unlikely. Bring some no, he played a couple is. series. Wait, you have, a vet, you have a 40-year-old quarterback. You want to rest him in week 17 when you sealed up
3: the AFC West? He would he played for He hadn't even considered that option. <laughs> <laughs> consider All right, Wes,
1: are you going to do that? I'm not? not
3: taking that. I I don't have any kind of read on injuries. I can't predict that. No one can. Sure. I'm Nobody not, can. And got it keeps coming up in this game. Wes, you're up. It's not an injury based. <laughs> All right. Hang with me here. Brandon Cooks has more touches <laughs> between catches and runs than the next two Saints wide receivers or tight ends combined.
4: That's interesting. That's
2: complicated.
3: Well, just to figure out, do you more think touches. Brandon Cooks will have 100 touches or 90 touches? And the next two
2: guys are going to be sitting there in the 40s and 30s. That's for you to find out.
1: So like Saints, wide receivers, and tight ends, you said? Yeah. The like next Josh two, Hill, Benjamin Watson. Watson Alston, Colston. Colston.
4: Brandon Coleman. Brandon Coleman. How from the tux, tight end, possibly? I have no
2: problem from that with the tight end angle. And it's just you'd have to some wide receiver would have. Plus, to- you're counting touches. You know, you're trying to be sneaky with the old touches.
4: But I he think might that, get
3: an end around or a jet sweep. I think it's going to
4: sneak get backfire runs. on you because that makes me less want. It makes me want to take it less. Who's going
1: to have the most catches on the Saints? Really, is what it probably comes down he's to. Easy right?
4: cooks. cooks should by a lot. Yeah. But who is the third guy? Because Colston, let's give him sixty.
1: Spiller. Uh, they, is, they, that the white, they, wide is that he's he's the wide receivers?
4: Wide tight ends.
2: it well, we basically say we don't believe it, Josh Hill. I just like action, so maybe I will take
3: it. Let's come on, take
1: it. I won't take this one, mm-hmm. so I think he'll lead the team catches.
4: I uh, will not double take the it. next. He has to double the next two. I how want to look at it? how many how many runs has Brandon Cooks had? I think oh he, well, like he has to double like the next, next two. They were using him last he has year. To that have way, more than the next. Oh, I will take time. that, Wes. I'll more take than that. The next I'm sorry. Two combined.
1: Yep, I will take that.
4: He had seven runs last year. That's pretty significant for this. Mm-hmm.
1: It's good to keep. Sure, you don't want any of this action? No. What do you have action on so far, Mark?
2: I don't know. I don't keep... That's, that's uh, <laughs> running Go back. Go get my job. I don't do that. His
1: name job. is Nick Fortier.
2: Uh, He's a wonderful guy. So this doesn't
4: count running back uh, rece- receptions or anything. No. No. It's No, no. running backs are not involved
3: because you can't do touches with them. I mean, they're going to have 300. I, I, I'm taking mine back. What? I want to do it. Oh, it oh it. are you lily-livered? Yeah. I'll stay with you, Wes. Take All right, good. Taking it back.
2: Dan going down to the store buying some sandwiches. Never would have
3: thought Greg would
1: back out <laughs> Listen, on a sandwich. Listen, Mark, if I'm going to play the game, I'm going to play the All game. Right. I don't sure.
2: like that you're, uh, you know,
4: impugning my I am, a, I am a man of integrity. Reeled him me? back in! I'll go back. <laughs> reeled him in! Too easy. All
1: right, that here we was, go. The
4: a- AFC North will only have one playoff team. No wild cards out of the old North.
2: I will take you up on that.
1: All right, here we go. Here's mine. This is about... Um, and was that not a real one? Oh, that is a real one. I've got three
4: onions just sitting here on the table, three straight onion hangers, and you're all going. It's for all stinky of them. in
1: here because there's so many I'm onions. I'm kind jealous
3: of that question.
1: All right, here we go, Mark. This is about the team that you are on a separation from, Cleveland <laughs>
3: Browns. Greg threw one
4: out. What? Yeah, he threw. one oh, out. I didn't, I He skipped it was my you. Turn. You know, we go audio only, and the whole thing falls what apart. What did you say? I said the AFC North will only have one playoff team. I didn't.
2: I, I thought I was next. I'm taking you up on that.
4: No, then we'll go I to dance question.
1: I won't take you on that. All
3: right. I mean, it was a bad question anyway. Was, I'm not, he ta- just said I'm you not jealous it. of the question. <laughs> I'm not taking. It. All right, only Mark. Sorry, Dan.
2: Oh, look at it, Mark okay. takes no chances. <laughs> nice job.
1: You're on fire now. All right, here we go. The, the uh, Browns, Mark, a team that you have no connection with anymore, so this won't bother you at all.
2: Not, not in the least.
1: The Cavs will win three games before the Browns. All right, here's the breakdown of the schedule. The Cavs open their season on 10-27, October 27th. They play their third game on October 30th. And just for your knowledge, they've played eight games by uh, 11-10, just so you know. Browns open the season, of course, on uh, September 13th. And they will have played seven games by the time the Cavs play their third game. So the Browns basically have seven games to get to three wins. Uh, the, oh, Cavs. the Cavs have to go like, undefeated. The Cavs roll defeated. 3-0, and uh, but it can go as long as it can go into almost mid-November, potentially, if the Cavs get out of the gate before, slow.
3: Before the Cavs ever play a game, the Browns have matchups against the Titans, Raiders, and Rams. Mm.
1: Well, along with the Jets. And the Jets. And the Jets. 10th best team in football. Oh, that's
3: a loss. You already said they're losing 35-6. to their bye week
4: is uh, week 11, November, after November 15th, so they would have to get three wins by then. They'd have to be at least three and seven. Probably need to get to three and six to win this Win this one.
5: Hmm.
2: That's I, I, I will... You are a factory of sadness! You are a factory of sadness! You are a factory
0: of sadness! The Cavs!
2: Sex me none. <laughs> You're on the Cavs side. Yes. I agree with you. I will go. The, the Browns will win the, the Browns side. He's already he's coming, coming back. back in. No, he's coming, coming back. back. He's back in. <laughs> a, number one, that doesn't make them good. They'd be, what, three and five, three and six or something? They've got to get the three and six. They'll win one game they, in they shouldn't win and two games they should. That's not, if, if you said four, I don't think I'd do it. But three, you got me.
1: I had it originally in my mind as four, and then I said, I got to push it back. I bend. think
2: we've done right. this question before, we, because it remains, something, it something
1: remains interesting, because it's, yeah, that's why I ran it's it a ran weird, weird one. Greg?
4: I'm not going to take it. it mm. will be two and six or something like that. Mm.
1: Lily Liver?
2: So, did you take it? I did not. Mark took back to back. Oh, yeah. All right, so now, now I am the, flying. You're, He's you're on, on little, an island. Your little comfortable narrative starting to crumble. You're in his head.
1: <laughs> all right, last time around. Here we go. <laughs> Here's
2: my last one. Sorry, Greg, but the Patriots will miss the playoffs for the first time since 2008.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Good
1: for you, Mark. I'll, I'll take it on me. that. Good him. job.
4: Yeah, I'm taking it.
3: it. I'm taking it. Come on.
4: Yeah, that's... We something a, weird's going happen. Powerful. I just feel
2: it. An injury, perhaps? No, I don't know. Just something
4: strange. Well, there's a better chance of happening than trading Tom Brady to the Browns, like you said a couple of times Well,
2: that was a gutsy one, too. Look <laughs> okay, at the narratives crumbling on all fronts.
3: I have two questions that I really want to ask. Can I do an extra one? Sure. Sure, was. All right. Well, let me throw out this one first. Yeah. Jameis Winston is benched, flat out benched at least once. Could be in-game, could be for an entire mm. game.
4: In-game. That's tricky because how do you know what, what's the
3: difference? For between performance, benching? not for injury. They can't cite an injury whatsoever. What what? if they're
4: down 37-12 to and he's played bad and it's the middle of the fourth quarter? Does that count as getting benched? To me, that's not necessarily a benching. You know what I mean?
3: It has to be for performance reasons.
2: I'll tell you what. It's a good question. I'm not going to take you because this is the worst offensive line of football, and I think even just for his psyche, they might have to do this at some point. And you've got an okay backup in Mike Lennon, so I see him getting benched. I'll take you on that.
1: Ooh, nice. I will not take you on that one.
2: Wow,
4: that was a good one. I'll take you. They're gonna. Let's try to hang some down.
1: onion at these last ones. I hope uh, you know. Hope everybody's hanging. I use hanging my out. onion hangers. Okay, that's good. All right, Wes. I'm gonna go back to a well. You last didn't even season. Listen
4: to my last question, Dan. No, was... I liked it. It was you know, only
1: one team <laughs> only in the AFC team. North oh, to make wow, the playoffs. Great. It's you know, not imaginative. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Your
3: entire
2: job. laughs> <laughs> in house ombudsman.
4: Uh you just literally used the same question that someone else came up with. <laughs> That's right.
2: right. Like I can't believe it. No, literally,
4: weird. you just copied like K Rich or someone. Totally I don't know who tweaked
1: it, was. it. It was a tweak. All right, um, here we go. Uh, Wes, I came close on this one last year. I'm getting a little reinforcement this year. JJ Watt. I'm going to join him up with Jadavian Clowney coming back from microfracture surgery. We'll have more sacks combined than Von Miller and Demarcus Ware. I oh, want this. You get Clowney too? I got Clowney too. Hey,
3: what? Uh, I'm not taking no that. I'm that. not taking I'm that. that. Guys What's the
4: opposite it? of an onion hanger? That, that, that was that like was a... a wait, well, all I you guys like, all of a
1: sudden think Jadavian Cloudy is going to be the South Carolina guy? He well, walks I, with the lip yeah, for Christ's sake. You
3: J.J. Watt, the best player in the league. All he part needs part. is like four sacks out of Clowney and you're up to like 25 sacks. That means Ware and Miller yeah, that
4: will, that have was, to both get... Right. That was a diced tomato from the huddle hanger. I mean,
1: thought it was a good one, so I stand by It's
3: interesting. I thought about it, but... I you know I didn't have to think too hard about it. He'd throw any live body out there next exactly. to JJ Watt. I would Watt.
4: say JJ Watt and you know, anyone on the Texans and, and Brian think, Cushing. They, take my chances. Well he's not gonna get sacked.
3: I know, that's what I'm saying. Not maybe someone that's sacked him, him and, the and the quarterback.
4: I mean, first of all, you're not well, gonna get go. second of all, you are not going to 2nd of wanna fight me. <laughs> Third of all, on the man. I'm the man.
3: That's
4: true. You know what? I always wanna out. add him
1: just for that reason. All right. Uh Greg.
4: Why well, well, I don't, really, I don't know if this is an onion hanger. I'll throw out the one I mentioned uh, before. Austin Davis. I'll just go Austin Davis starts more games than Johnny Manziel for the Browns. Oh,
3: why don't you throw in McCown and make it a real onion hanger? I don't believe that, though. I,
2: I think they like Austin Davis. Um, and there's really nothing we've seen from the other Browns quarterbacks that suggest that all three won't play. And you could be talking about three games versus two, but I'll take you up. Why not? I'll take
1: you.
3: I'll take you. I
2: think I could lose those. I mean,
3: you you love Austin Davis.
2: They've started three quarterbacks in like four of the last seven years. Right. So they'll so maybe get a start. And finally,
1: that, that last one, first round pick. Chris Wessling.
3: All right. I throw some onions out here. Tavon Austin, his first two years, his rookie year, 569 yards from scrimmage. His second year, 466 yards from scrimmage. Tavon Austin goes over a thousand yards from scrimmage this year.
4: Okay. That, I will take you up on that. That's
3: hanging the onions. That's not that crazy. Tauban, that's like his first two I mean, years should. combined. Finally
1: breaks out.
2: Interesting. A thousand yeah. yards. Well, from it's also in theory the first year during his career that they have a plugged-in starting quarterback. I this
3: mean, is a player whom Roto World does not believe is a corporeal entity. Don't he doesn't even exist.
2: Don't take that out on us. But if he has an
4: 850 yards receiving and 175 rushing, people aren't going to be saying, "Wow, that Tavon Austin." So it's not that high of a bar, you know. He what I'm had
3: 200. 20 something yards rushing last year, I believe. Okay,
4: so he'll probably get
2: that. I'm not taking you because I think that's that's.
3: Yeah. Really?
4: I, I
2: thought for show you would team
3: all team take this he's really not team
1: He's team not going to have 1,000 yards. What have we seen this first two years to suggest? He could have 200 rushing,
2: 800 receiving on a team with no wide receivers. He's receiver never even count. played 50% he, of the season. He
1: disappears for months at this a time.
2: No-brainer. You you know this is a no brainer. You got to take They're one. a better run team. They're not. They're going to be able to do more with him. <laughs> They've yeah. got well, Nick Foles over a bunch of nobodies. I don't think that Nick Foles is anything special, but I think that couldn't work an arm
3: tackle to save his life. They're not going to Brian put him out, out on the field. Ryan
2: not there, West and he's a first round a pick trying to break salesman. It. Not, you got to take this deal. It's a great deal. They're, one of they're a, not going to play him.
3: They've got studs like Brian Quick and Stedman Bailey.
2: Well, but wait a minute. You believe he's <laughs> going to do it? It makes sense that you think he will.
1: You think he's going to
3: do it? Of course! Oh, of course! I threw my onions out there. <laughs> well, I don't think he's going to do it.
2: All right. Dan's uh, taking
4: you.
3: Dan's I'm taking it. You. Yeah.
2: Are you taking it? I'm taking it. I think he will do it. Ooh. I don't it, think it's that special. This is a one-time deal. you got to take this right <laughs> now. You
1: never know. I'm going to We got Hall of Famers like
3: Dedman, Bailey on the roster. This is you is don't crazy. Cincinnati you don't Huckster. Roster. You don't play table. Hey, look. I'm just telling you what Roto World told me. Irishman.
1: You got one. I mean, every time behind the glass, you got to let the producer throw one out there. He's destined to lose. Mm-hmm. He, he or she, there's never been a winning uh, go-get-your-lunch proposition by the producer. Can you break the streak?
5: I hope so. I'm right. thinking with DeMarco Murray leaving Dallas, I'm going to say Tony Romo has more passing yards than Eli Manning. Yeah. So
3: last year, Romo had 37.05, and Eli had 44.10.
5: That's right. You said Hank's a onions. so By way, it is. Yeah, that's, that's the, f- that's the
1: first Hank. time the guy behind the glass doesn't ask something completely
3: insane. That is the, one of the I'll, better uh, producer questions. I'll take you up on this, because Romo's missing at least one game.
2: I'll take you up to. i be- I'll take you up two. Good question. I'm not taking
4: you up on this. I'd take Romo over Eli. He's
1: Romo will have better. more yards than Eli? Correct. You know
4: how bad that Giants defense is? Eli's throwing from behind every game. That's fair. That's a good point, but
5: I'm still not taking. I don't think Roma will have more. See, so, the, hey, that you say good ones when they split.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, that's a great one.
5: So right. Greg's the only one who took that. No, I took it. Nope. No, oh. three of you
3: guys took it. He's saying. Oh, Romo. Greg's the only one who didn't take it. Yes. Okay.
1: Roma will throw more than Eli. Say. No, He's yeah, right? saying. Yeah, I'm going with Eli. I'm saying Eli I will throw more. than Eli. I agree. Yeah. Right. All right, there you go. There it is. That's it. Those are the the wagers are in the propositions. Excuse me, uh, Nick Fortier. <laughs> Uh, we'll uh, compute them in the old... Uh, I like that uh, one of the traditions of this game is
3: that we never get Nick Fortier's name correct.
1: Well, I, I imagine <laughs> Nick Fortier, like in a padded cell, screaming that, it's Fortier!
3: It's Fortier! <laughs> hey,
2: I don't, you, by the way, if you're in, a, in the U.S. jail system, you're not running websites for the most part.
3: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> He's in jail? All right.
2: Well, Dan suggested
1: that. I didn't say he was, he was in jail. jail. Was I don't just think just like he was, was driven insane by his name being mispronounced. Oh, All right, so that's it for tuesday's edition of the around the nfl podcast we will be back on thursday night with the big recap of week one's kickoff game and we'll get into a preview of all the games for sunday and monday so get excited dan hans is signing off for the quiet storm the mailman the boss and brandon behind the glass